0: Eyes dropped to the village in the valley below them, as though held in the palm of an ancient hand—a stigmata in the Quebec countryside, not a wound but a wonder. Every morning he went for a walk with his wife, Ren Marie, and their German shepherd Henri. Tossing the tennis ball ahead of them, they ended up chasing it down themselves when Henri became distracted by a fluttering leaf, or a black fly, or the voices in his head. The dog would race after the ball, then stop and stare into thin air, moving his gigantic subtle ideas this way and that, honing in on some message—not tense, but quizzical. It was, Gamache recognized, the way most people listened when they heard on the wind the wisps of a particularly beloved piece of music, or a familiar voice from far away. Head tilted, a slightly goofy expression on his face, Henri listened— while Armand and Reine-Marie fetched. All was right with the world, thought Gamache, as he sat quietly in the early August sunshine. Finally. Except for Clara, who'd taken to joining him on the bench each morning. Was it because she'd noticed him alone up here, once Reine-Marie and Henri had left, and thought he might be lonely? Thought he might like company? But he doubted that. Clara Morrow had become one of their closest friends, and she knew him better than that. No, she was here for her own reasons. Armand Gamache had grown increasingly curious. He could almost fool himself into believing his curiosity wasn't garden-variety nosiness, but his training kicking in. All his professional life, Chief Inspector Gamache had asked questions and hunted answers. And not just answers, but facts. But, much more elusive and dangerous than facts, what he really looked for were feelings, because they would lead him to the truth. And while the truth might set some free, it landed the people Gamache sought in prison, for life. Armand Gamache considered himself more an explorer than a hunter. The goal was to discover, and what he discovered could still surprise him. How often had he questioned a murderer expecting to find curdled emotions, a soul gone sour, and instead found goodness that had gone astray. He still arrested them, of course, but he'd come to agree with Sister Prejean that no one was as bad as the worst thing they'd done. Armand Gamache had seen the worst, but he'd also seen the best, often in the same person. He closed his eyes and turned his face to the fresh morning sun. Those days were behind him now. Now he could rest, in the hollow of the hand, and worry about his own soul. No need to explore. He'd found what he was looking for here in Three Pines. Aware of the woman beside him, he opened his eyes but kept them forward, watching the little village below come to life. He saw his friends and new neighbors leave their homes to tend to their perennial gardens or go across the village green to the bistro for breakfast. He watched as Sarah opened the door to her boulangerie. She'd been inside since before dawn, baking baguettes and croissants and chocolatines, and now it was time to sell them. She paused, wiping her hands on her apron, and exchanged greetings with Monsieur Béliveau, who was just opening his general store. Each morning for the past few weeks, Armangamash had sat on the bench and watched the same people do the same thing. The village had the rhythm, the cadence of a piece of music. Perhaps that's what Henri heard, the music of three pines. It was like a hum, a hymn, a comforting ritual. His life had never had a rhythm. Each day had been unpredictable, and he had seemed to thrive on that. He thought that was part of his nature— He'd never known routine, until now. Gamash had to admit to a small fear that what was now a comforting routine would crumble into the banal, would become boring. But instead, it had gone in the other direction. He seemed to thrive on the repetition. The stronger he got, the more he valued the structure. Far from being limiting, imprisoning, he found his daily rituals liberating. Turmoil shook loose all sorts of unpleasant truths. But it took peace to examine them. Sitting in this quiet place in the bright sunshine, Amon Gamache was finally free to examine all the things that had fallen to the ground as he had fallen. He felt a slight weight.